0: What is up, my love? Welcome to the Love Stands Here podcast. I'm your host, Megan Brianna from LoveStandsHere.com, and I'm a life coach, a certified eating psychology coach, but most of all, I'm just a girl who really loves Jesus and has spent a lot of time learning how to not only discover my word through Him but also how to cultivate the characteristics that we're called into in order to live a healthy and purposeful life of love and service. My friend, living in the world can be really tough and all too often we're taught beliefs and given messages by a broken society that make us feel like we're never enough and our worth is only skin deep. But I'm here to share some good news. Your worth is not in the world, but in God's beautiful word. So if you're looking for encouragement to live and love better, you're in the right place. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends if you feel called, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Love ya. Hello. I want to start with a story this week. So it is currently 5.52 p.m. on the Sunday before this episode is being released, and I am just now recording. (laughs) So I've had a very busy season of life. I'm currently transitioning from one job to another. Um, I'm leaving my part-time job at the salon that I work at and going to work more full-time at the farm that I work at in the summer. And in in between, I'm working both jobs until I leave the salon. So I've been at seven days a week for a month now. So and I just have other stuff going on, so it's been crazy. But the only pocket of time I could really find to record this week's episode was Saturday. And it just so happened that I woke up Saturday and it I was exhausted. I hadn't been sleeping well all week. And I was really, really struggling. I didn't have a lot of time to record. I was trying to do it before work and I was really struggling to get it done. I had a, an amazing topic that I've had on my heart to talk about forever. And it's actually something that's just, I'm so passionate about it because it's been so near and dear to me even before I knew Jesus. And so I started talking about it and the words just weren't flowing. Everything felt really forced. And I recorded about 15 minutes And I got frustrated and I deleted everything (laughs) and I just said, God, I'm giving this to you. You know, I don't have any more time because I, I was actually supposed to work today at the farm, but because it was so hot and he didn't actually have a lot for me to do, he told me to just have the day off, which was such a blessing. So I didn't think that I was going to be able to get it done. So I was just going to say, I was just going to hop on Instagram and be like, listen, I'm taking a break this week because it's just been a really hectic few weeks and I just was not able to make it work. But now that I have the day off, it's a little different. And also the whole story behind this is, so like I said, I kind of just let it go and I gave it to God and I prayed for rest because I was exhausted. I was just feeling really emotional as this season has been for me, emotional ups and downs ask my best friend. She knows all about it. She's been on this roller coaster with me. God bless your heart, Katie. And so I I prayed for rest. And last night I got the best night's sleep I have gotten, I swear, in months. And I woke up rested and rejuvenated and just so, I don't know, happy. And, you know, I was just in a good place and very grateful. And I was actually feeling good. And then I had an amazing day at church. So the crazy thing is this topic that I want to talk about today. I woke up this morning and I have my quiet time with God. And a lot of times what happens is when I have something that I want to talk about and I'm not quite sure if it's the right thing, if it's if it's from the Holy Spirit or if it's from me. Um, I get confirmation through my devotionals in the YouVersion app and the sermons that I listen to. So I spend a lot of time watching and listening to sermons in my free time and reading devotionals and reading books. And in the morning, in my quiet time with God, I do, I'll do i do devotionals um, in the YouVersion app and, and or watch a sermon. This morning... I watched a sermon by Joyce Meyer and I love her to pieces and nobody is ever going to change my mind about that. And the sermon I clicked on, I had never seen before and there was really no indication of what she was going to talk about, but I clicked on it cause I just felt led to it and the topic she was talking about lined up perfectly with what I want to talk about in this episode. And the verse that she shared, is 2 Corinthians 5 20. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And again, you'll understand why that lines up with what I'm, I'm going to talk about today, but that was her core verse for her message. And it just hit my heart so perfectly. And then I went to church today. And can I just tell you, because I looked it up, there are 31,000 102 verses in the Bible. I'm pretty sure that's the right number. And I had no idea what the sermon was going to be on today because we're actually, we're in first or second Peter. I can't remember. We're doing a series on that at my church, but we had a guest speaker today. And wouldn't you know it, the scripture that he based his sermon around, one of the core scriptures that he based his sermon around was second Corinthians 520. <laughs> Now, if that is not confirmation, I don't know what is. It was funny because when he first mentioned the scripture he was going to use, um I pulled out my phone to get on my u version app because I don't bring my Bible to church because it's big and bulky, and I opened it up and it was already open to second Corinthians five, and I had forgotten that that was the verse that Joyce had used in the morning, and I was like, "I showed my friend next to me, I was like, "Wow, it was already open, and then I remembered." it just hit me. So I'm somebody that I really struggle memorizing things. So I really struggle memorizing scripture unless it is wrapped around an experience that I've had myself, or I can relate to it through story. And so I, I swear I'm never going to forget this scripture because of the way that I've been reading it today but i just thought that was so crazy and i felt god moving so hard and oh my gosh it's just been one of the best days i'll tell you what all of the struggling that i've been doing all of the the up and down feelings and the resisting temptation and the grieving my old self you know just moving from just being in this season where i'm i'm moving from my old self i'm letting go of my old self to get closer to God and, and to become more Christ-like. That journey is really hard, but all of the struggles within it, moments like this, even the tiniest moments when you feel God so heavily in your spirit, those moments, even if they're three, four, five weeks apart, two months apart, they make the, the entire journey worth it. I can't even explain it. If you know, you know. Okay. So I think I'm going to start here. I really, oh my gosh, I have so much to say about this. So of course I'm going to have future episodes where I talk about this and it, it really just is my, my overall core message. Um, you know, on my website I have, and at the beginning of these podcasts, I share that it's important for me to help women and you know, it's turning into men too, but women, cause that's where I'm most comfortable right now. And that's been my experience as a woman is dealing with this stuff is to understand that your worth is in God's word and not in the world, because I think understanding our self-worth and having a healthy self-worth is so important and understanding that our identity is in God is so important. And so for me, even before I knew Jesus, um, I have believed that The most important thing we can do for ourselves and for the people around us is to heal. You know, we have to understand that the experiences that we've had in this life, the beliefs, the conditioning that we've had, a lot of that stuff needs to be unlearned and it needs to be healed from any traumas that we've had, generational traumas, you know, things that our parents and grandparents have passed down to us there are a lot of chains that need to be broken. There are a lot of things that need to be healed. And I've understood that for a very, very long time. And that has been a huge part of my process with Jesus. And I understand it at an even deeper level now that I have a relationship with Jesus because, so this is the verse that I'm parking on today. And if you know me, you know that this is my favorite, one of my favorites because it's what draws me back into simplicity when I'm getting overwhelmed and confused by the whole Christianity thing. It's Matthew 22 verses 37 through 40. When Jesus tells us that the greatest two commandments are to love the Lord, your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And the second greatest commandment is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments just FYI, you'll be proud of me. I just did that from memory. I did not read that at all. I'm pretty proud of myself right now. <laughs> um, So the reason that I come back to these all the time, number one is because it makes it simple for me. Uh, Christianity to me is, you know, you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you have faith that he is your Lord and Savior, and you're saved. But what's even more important is to become Christ-like, which we are called to do. And in order to do that, we have to heal. And then we have to love our neighbor. So for me, when I look at this declaration, it's not even just two commandments. It's almost three, right? I actually did a TikTok video on this today. It's love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. That is the first commandment, and that is what we need to focus on primarily. And it is when we do that, that we are able to heal and love our neighbor. So the love your neighbor as yourself, the as yourself part is the healing. So for me, this makes sense because my journey with God has been, you know, Jesus came to me in the darkest period of my life when I didn't have anything else to turn to and I had lost everything or so I thought. And so I started talking to him. I started praying. I started journaling. I started listening to sermons. I started reading devotionals and, you know, getting into the scriptures a little bit and understanding that, wow, the Bible is alive because it does make sense to the things that I'm going through in my life right now. And through that, through talking to God, love your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, through making him the primary focus of my life, he was changing me inside with a new way of thinking, Romans 12 too. I'll always go back to that as well. He was healing me and in the healing process, that sanctification process, when he is changing us, when he is healing us we are unlearning all of the things that we thought to be true as a part of the world. And we are breaking, he is breaking those chains that bound us to the things of the world and that bound us to our flesh. You know, he is, we're, we're dying to self to the self that we were as a part of the world and we're learning what self means as a part of the kingdom. So loving yourself as a concept in the world and, you know, in new age spirituality, and I was a big part of that too. So, you know, that whole self-love thing, I understood that from a very different perspective before I knew Jesus. That was about, yes, it was about healing and it was about learning to love yourself as you are and self-worth and self-awareness and all of that. But it also was... Just, it was still, you're very much in control of your life. You know, there was no God involved. And it wasn't ever really to heal so you could be of service to other people. I mean, in some aspect it is, but it doesn't really ever turn into that because you're not healing correctly. You can only get to a certain level of healing if you don't have Jesus in your life. Because as a good friend of mine on TikTok said, When you're healing, are you chasing the healing or are you chasing the healer? You can't heal if you don't have the healer involved. And as God is our creator, he is also our healer. So that's been my journey is having an encounter with Jesus and believing in him, declaring that he is my Lord and Savior and allowing him to change me. And as he's changing me, and it's still, it's always a process. Sanctification is a constant process, but you have to lean into it. You have to be willing to let God change you because it is in that willingness to let God change you and let him heal you that you develop more awareness around the things that you struggle with and the things that are keeping you from being of service to your neighbor. Because whether we're willing to admit it or not, we all have things that we need to heal from. And those things that we need to heal from are often really limiting us from loving people in the way that God wants us to love people. For example, you know this whole thing that I've been really vulnerable about with my issues with men, not trusting men because of the experiences that I've had with them, the toxic experiences I've had with them, and growing up without a father and not having a father figure in my life, so not really understanding how to have um, healthy relationships with men. I'm learning, you know, I want to love people so much. I want to be of service to people. I want to love people. But I've noticed that in this journey, and I'm finally getting better because God is changing me and healing me. But I've avoided a lot of situations that I felt God calling me into, potentially calling me into like serving, even if it was going up to somebody and, um, giving them a word of encouragement or something, if it was a man, or if there was a man close by this person that I felt uncomfortable about, um, that for some reason triggered me, I wouldn't be obedient because I still have my issues with men. So that's why that's a big part of the reason I'm taking this year off is because, you know, it's not just that I need to heal. It's that I need to heal because the things that I still struggle with are keeping me from being obedient to God. And that's not okay with me. You know, by the same logic, if you've experienced a lot of rejection in your life by a family member or just somebody close to you or in whatever capacity, it's going to be really difficult to be obedient to God. If he is nudging you to walk up to a stranger in the parking lot and give them a word of encouragement or give them your last $5 or pray over them because you don't want to be rejected. And if you haven't experienced a lot of love in your life, how the heck are you going to know how to love somebody else? You know? And so the process of allowing God to heal you and spending time with God and learning to trust him and learning to trust that when you have him, you have everything and you don't have to be scared. Um, all of that, you know, the spending time with God and learning to trust him more and more, that is where the healing comes in because that stuff you unlearn as you go. And a lot of that trauma gets worked out. And a lot of times We also have to add things like some people have to have medication and that's fine. And some people have to go to therapy and that's great. I think therapy is wonderful or have um, some kind of coaching or counseling. I think that's wonderful. We need support groups. We need each other. But the thing is we also need to be willing when we're healthy to sit down and support each other. You know, it's the actionable love. I'm so passionate about that. And I see what I've seen on TikTok a lot of is, you know, when I share how I feel about this and how important action is, I see a lot of people coming at me with the, it's not our works that get us into heaven and it's a narrow path and not everybody's going to get into heaven. And that just seems like a cop out to me. That just seems like people don't want to do any work to be Christ-like or to be of service to others, to love their neighbor. And we are very much called to do that just as we are called to have faith in God. You know, again, it is not our works that get us into heaven. It's our faith. That's absolutely true, but that's us. We have to remember we still have a responsibility to other people. And you know what? I know that's intimidating, and I know it's a hard thing to think about. And especially if you really do still struggle with, something that you've been through in your life experiences that you've been through or beliefs that you have. It's very, it can be very overwhelming the thought of doing more work to change. But if you really lean into God, he will, (laughs) I can't really explain it, but he really does it for you. And you, you do the work. Like for me again, this year has been, I just felt very strongly that I needed to be obedient in taking the year off from dating men. Because after my experiences with dating last year, I realized how dependent I still was on a man to make me feel safe or to make me feel validated. And I felt very much like that meant I was still worshiping men as idols in my life. And I really just want to have an incredible relationship with God and I want him to be first. And so... I felt that very strongly and so i felt like i needed to be obedient to letting that go and so the work i'm doing is the obedience um it's the practicing self-control and discipline and consistency when there are things in my life that my flesh wants to do and practicing daily when i feel that being like, uh, because I know this is my flesh tugging at me and this is something that is not going to get me closer to God, I practice walking away from it. And it isn't easy. And it is two steps forward, one step back. Sometimes one and a 16th step forward, one step back. You know, it's a slow process. I mean, I've been on this journey for three and a half years now. And I'm still being sanctified, like I said, I always, it will be a constant process. We never get to a certain place with God. We just get better and better and we get better at loving people through our healing. Um, so the work that I'm doing is just partnering with, with Jesus in being obedient to what I can, what I can feel God wants me to do. And in that obedience, that's where, that's where God does his work in me you know, I pray, I, um, you know, if I see a sermon that I feel like is tugging at me, you know, you don't have to be a a follower of Jesus to know when something feels right to do when you're feeling a tug to do something or not to do something. Discernment is something that you build as you build a relationship with God, but that, that intuition, that knowing is always there. Um, so being obedient and doing the things I feel like God is calling me to do and practicing starving my flesh because I know we have to die to ourselves, the self that the world, you know, that is encapsulated by the world. We have to die to that. So I practice starving my flesh, walking away from the things that I know, even, even something as small as iced coffee is such a big thing. And I think it is for so many, so many of us. But, you know, getting iced coffee before work or something, even though I I know I'm going to be late, I will just drive on by the coffee shop instead of going in and getting one because that is discipline. And I've always struggled with discipline because, like I said in my last episode, I've always let my emotions control me. So it is working on overcoming that emotional control by just saying no even if it's just once a day and practicing that. And the more and more I practice it, the more and more I want to do it because I can feel how I'm changing and how it's um, propelling me forward to do that. So when they talk about it's not our works that get us into heaven, it's, it's not the things that we do for people that make us good enough to get into heaven. We're already good enough because God says we are not worthy of course, but, We are his children and we are deserving of heaven because we have faith and that's enough, but we still have to partner with the Holy spirit to become better people. And we need to become better people because becoming better people is what helps us love others better. And as the two greatest commandments say, love the Lord, your God with all your heart and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. So love God, focus on God. And and in doing that, you can heal. And that's, that's where you start to love yourself as a child of God and understand what, what loving your human form is like through God's eyes, as opposed to what it looks like in the world. And then from there, the more you understand God's love and you feel God's love, the more you're able to pour into other people. So how incredible Incredibly blessed are we that we get to have a relationship with our creator, our own unique relationship, where he's able to help us heal, he's able to give us resources, he's able to guide us to the places that we need to heal. And in the journey with him, it gets easier and easier to discern what's from him and what is from the world and the more we lean into what's from him the more we're able to heal and the more we're able to feel love and the more we're able to bear the fruit of the spirit and the more we're able to give it you know my understanding through this whole process and it's the same now as it was at the beginning is that i believe god is my creator I believe that Jesus died on the cross to save me from my sins. I believe that it is my job to love people. And bearing the fruit of the Spirit is what helps me do that. And in order to bear the fruit of the Spirit, I have to let God help me. I have to let the Holy Spirit help me. And I want to be of service and I want to bring people to Jesus. And that is what the great commission is. Go out and make disciples of all the nations. So I guess as Christians, we have to ask ourselves, are we doing it just so we can get into heaven and we can share the words of the Bible with other people? And that is very powerful and that's fine, you know, but are we going even further into what we're called to do and becoming Christ-like and sharing Jesus with people by acts of service and love. You know, that's not what's going to get us into heaven. So, you know, you don't have to, but it is what is going to bring more people to Jesus. Our obedience, God uses us for a purpose and our obedience is what brings people to Jesus. And, You know a lot of people ask why the world is so awful and why god lets this happen well i think we have a lot of power and i think we don't use it i think if we all actually mindfully did the work to heal and to get to a place where where we were able to love each other better and we were more willing to be obedient We'd step into our purpose and we would do the things that God wants us to do to heal this world. And a lot of this stuff wouldn't be happening. It is what it is. But if we can do even the smallest thing in our little corner of the world to help people get to Jesus and to help people be better and to help people feel more loved, then I think we need to do that. And that's what I believe being a Christian is. But it's hard. And I understand that healing is scary. Going through the motions of feeling your emotions is scary and letting go of coping mechanisms. So you can get closer to God and understand what he wants for you is scary, but God loves you so much. And as somebody who's going through the process right now, it is difficult. I mean, you're on this ride with me. I'm trying to be as open as possible, sharing the ups and downs of this journey. I'm in it. And while I've had a lot of downs and I've struggled a lot, you know, like Paul says, I like to boast in my struggles because it's creating resilience in me and it's it's making me able to, to show the beauty of God and what he's doing in my life um, because I'm sharing all my struggles and then I get to share all of the wonderful things too. And it's like, you know, this stuff is not, for nothing. We go through these things so God can shape us and God can mold us. And we become the best versions of ourselves and we get to experience love more and we get to love other people better. And it, it's just a beautiful thing. So I am thankful. I'm thankful for the struggles. I wouldn't give it up for the world because the days and the moments that I really feel God and he really shows me what he's doing in my life. Those moments, like I said, are so worth it. So I just want to encourage you today that God loves you so much. He wants you to heal. He wants you to feel love. He wants you to feel his goodness. The fruit of the spirit is so beautiful. Goodness, kindness, gentleness, self-control, patience, um, peace, joy, uh, love. Of course, I always forget. I always forget one or two of them. I'll get it one day, <laughs> but all of the beautiful things, that's what he wants. He wants us to speak to each other with encouraging words. He wants encouragement, um, grace and mercy and love and just all of the wonderful things that we we truly want as humans that we feel are unreachable. They are reachable with God. They really are. I I have experienced it myself and I experience it and it is those It is that love, that love that I feel from him that is what makes me be okay in the struggle of being refined and being pruned because I've never felt a love like that before. My mom is the closest thing I've ever felt to, I mean, for a human, she is incredible at love, but, you know, other than that, I've, I've never felt a love like God's. It's amazing. And we have access to it. All of us do. Every single one of us. Um, and I know it, it looks, for those of you who might not be a Christian or maybe have been scared off by Christians, I know I'm realizing that it looks very scary from the outside um, because there are a lot of broken, broken people that are sharing the gospel in a very broken way. You know, we're all unhealed, but there's just a lot of brokenness that makes it seem like God is a slave driver. or God doesn't love us or God is punishing us. And, um, you know, it's all about legalism and it isn't, it's about a relationship. It's about love. It's about service. And again, just taking it back and making it simple, believe in God, believe in Jesus, believe that he is your, your Lord and savior and love him and then heal and love the people around you. It gets to be that simple and you get to go to heaven. I mean, how much better could it get? (laughs) That's all for today. Thank you as always for listening. And Hey, if you don't mind, would you do me a favor and rate review and share this message with somebody? If you feel like it hit home, so we can get these messages out to more people. And also you can go over to lovestandshere.com if you want to check out my blog posts. And also if you would like to contact me, if you have any questions or comments or you would like to be a guest on the podcast, you can head on over there. You can also follow me at love underscore stands underscore here on Instagram. I hope you have a great week. I love you and I will talk to you next week. Bye.